All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Locked In Podcast, episode four. Today I'm joined with Ronnie Perry. How you doing, Ronnie? What's going on? <laughs> so his ad on Insta, guys, if you guys want to follow Ronnie Perry, is RP108. He's the assistant coach at Lock Haven University. And I noticed in your bio you have motocross and wakeboarding. So talk a little bit about that. Are you good at those or what? Uh, well, it was kind of, it's one of those things that like I put in there a long time ago. Just never kind of changed it, but um, now nah, motocross, wakeboarding, that sort of stuff was all stuff I kind of did throughout high school, like junior high and high school. But um, they were two of my early, early hobbies. Um, but you know, I continue to try to get get them in when I can. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, got you. Yeah. Uh, so, how old were you when you started wrestling? Um, I think I was somewhere around third grade. So I want to say like eight or nine. Um. I kind of got, I was like, I started then and I kind of jumped in pretty quick. Like I, I, I just did, it was something I did every year and, um, I didn't do a whole lot of like off season stuff until later on. But, um, yeah, I think third, third grade was like when I got into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And who got you into wrestling? Um, so one of my mom's friends wrestled, um, like in high school and college. Um, and then I actually what happened was I was playing soccer and I spent more time like flopping around on the ground and like running into people than I did like actually scoring goals. So mm. they were kind of like, "Hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you try to like go wrestle or do something like that?" So contact that, sport, yeah, yeah, contact <laughs> sport stuff. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I got into that. I got you. Yep. All right. Uh, and then what did uh, your high school years look like? Like, did you place or what? Um. So. I want to say, so ninth grade, I didn't even wrestle in uh, high school. I had to wrestle junior high because I was like 75 pounds. I was like tiny. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of spent the year down in junior high, which actually wasn't a, a horrible thing because actually a lot of like even three of my other, like my high school was pretty competitive at that time. So we had a lot of ninth graders that actually stayed to junior high because our high school, high school team was pretty good. So mm-hmm. um I hung out down there for a year. I had a good year down there. I was just, like I said, I was small. Um, and then uh, sophomore year, got to high school, and um, I started the three years I was in high school. Had a decent career, but um, didn't end up even qualifying for states until my senior year. Okay. Played seventh that year. Um, got pretty close my sophomore year, but uh, didn't quite make it. Um, but like I said, I, I was always pretty close. Um, I just didn't commit. 100% until probably my last year. So. Right, which you, what did you place your senior year? I ended up placing seventh my senior year. Okay. Yeah, so. Right. So nothing spectacular or anything that somebody would think, right? No, not crazy. Right, okay. And uh, then what made you choose Lockhaven coming out of high school? Like, what was your intrigue there? Yeah, so, well, obviously, like you said, it wasn't, I didn't have a, like, crazy good high school career, so I wasn't getting, it wasn't like I was getting bombarded, like, getting recruited and all that. Um, so kind of there was some kids from my high school that were actually here wrestling um dan neff he was an all-american here yeah. uh, a few years ago mm-hmm. um we actually went to high school together um so it was kind of familiar um i like <clears throat> coach Moore got the job my freshman year uh, as the head coach so we kind of hit it off right away okay um but you know i felt like home um you know it was far enough away from from my hometown to to kind of get away and get get a good experience um but it kind of at the same time uh, small town, similar similar to where I'm kind of from. So. Right, and where are you from? How far from Lock? <clears throat> so I'm like three hours south of Lockhaven, okay. um, Lancaster, uh, like southern end, almost to Maryland. So, okay. Yep. All right. I got you. Yep. 
And then how was the transition from being on the team as a wrestler and then exchanging that position and going to a coach? Yeah, so that's something that can kind of be hard um, if you stay at the same school you went to. Because, uh, you know, you're, you go from being a teammate with all these guys on the team to the next year, you know, you're trying to coach them and you're trying to develop and right. help them reach their goals. So it can be kind of difficult just because you know like you go from that teammate role to kind of like a a coach role so that's tough but um honestly you know as it goes on and uh i think there's only a handful very small handful of guys on the team that i was actually on the team with um my last year anyway Mm -hmm. so it, it gets easier um as you go but it's still it's tough it's a different you know different animal um coaching trying to get guys to to you know to do what you want them to do to reach their goals to be committed to be motivated um and you're dealing with you know tons of different personalities mm-hmm. so there can be some challenges but you know i, I like you know I, I don't mind being challenged and i think um i think for the most part I, I can communicate pretty well with most most of the guys and girls on the team so um i think it's it's something i really enjoy doing but right you know obviously like everything comes with some challenges here and there for yeah. sure yeah so you didn't have too many people that you needed to kind of exchange that friendship into like a hey you need to listen to me type of situation yeah i mean and at the beginning that was tough just because there was a lot of guys on the team that you know i had been teammates with and um that that role was like a little different and now as, a, as an assistant coach um, you don't necessarily, you can kind of still have that role a little bit. Right. Um, you know, as you get to like head coaching stuff, it gets a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit more like serious, like you take over the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And you're calling the shots and all that and this. So I was able to like kind of continue to maintain those relationships, you know, with, the, with my old teammates. Um, and, and I think it worked out pretty well. So. Right. For sure. That, that makes sense. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about your college success. Uh, your early years, how did you do from freshman to junior year? Yeah, so uh, freshman year I came in. I was a twenty-five pounder my freshman year, um, okay. and I kind of, you know, I was in the in the mix, battling for the spot. Um, still, you know, obviously I was pretty raw still, um, but I felt like I improved a ton my freshman year, even in just the first, you know, half of the season. Um, I ended up getting hurt halfway through the season, getting surgery, so I kind of sat out the rest of the season after that, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously we stayed up here during the summer trained wrestled um and then my sophomore year was kind of i was in the same deal you know i was with a an older guy kind of battling back and forth through the spot um you know for the starting spot and i had a pretty good year that year um ended up ranked like 30th probably you know somewhere around there with the coaches rankings all that Mm -hmm. um and i ended up you know having a really good conference tournament and qualifying for nationals that year Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a, you know, it was kind of my breakthrough year a little bit. I kind of felt like finally I got some confidence and I belonged, you know, up near the top with some, some better guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the, the year after that would have been my red shirt year. Okay. Um, so I moved up another weight that year to 141, had a good year. I went out to Midlands, um, place there and just kind of, you know, that year I had a good time really training and developing a little bit and really helping you know, helping some other guys out on the team. Uh, like I said, Dan Neff was one of the guys that, you know, I worked out with all the time and I thought yep. we had a really good, you know, really good chemistry in the wrestling room. And, um, you know, we worked well together and I kind of took that year to really like, I wanted to, you know, be his guy and help him out. And, you know, he was obviously one of the guys I looked up to. He was an all American the year before. So, right. um, right. I had a good, that was a fun, like a really fun year. And then, um, my 
my junior year after that year, uh, I stayed at 41, wrestled, had a pretty good season, um, good conference tournament. Um, I ended up, uh, I ended up winning the conference tournament that year. Um, and then going to nationals, I won a match at nationals or something, but, um, wasn't the the greatest performance I could have wanted at nationals. Um, I think my weight cut held me back a little bit, you know, Um, obviously my fault, not, not really the necessarily weight cut itself, but kind of the things I was doing, I could have done a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, I think might've helped me out in the long run. Okay. For sure. All right. That makes sense. And then you're obviously your senior year, you kind of come onto the scene a little bit. Not too many people realized who you were. Um, you know, obviously you had national qualifier uh, prior to that. Yeah. But then coming in and now you're you're in the national finals against Zane Rutherford, who's pound for pound like number one in the in the country yep. at that point. And yeah. and you gave him a heck of a match. You know, it was what was the six to two final score? Yeah, I think something like that. Six yeah. two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was. No, yeah, senior year was good. It was, uh, it was good, and there was a lot of there were still ups, ups and downs. You know, I had some some bad losses where I needed to kind of figure some stuff out. But mm-hmm. I think without that that stuff happening, um, you know, I don't think I end up having this like the end of the year performance that I did. Um, so I'm kind of glad we got through some of that stuff and um, worked on. Some, definitely gave me some things to work on, and you know, I had to build a little bit of confidence there halfway through the year and. Right. Um, kind of carried that through so it was good 100 percent. so how that how'd that feel like getting into the national finals obviously you have nerves and before every single match mm-hmm. but yeah. it's obviously at that point you're you're probably at a whole nother set of level of nerves at yeah, that point i wouldn't um what's crazy about it is uh at that point you're you're not like i wasn't too crazy nervous you mm-hmm. know it was my last college match um i was in the finals it wasn't like you know, I didn't feel a ton of pressure. Um, obviously I wanted to perform well. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to win. There wasn't, you know, any question there, but, um, it it was an awesome feeling. I mean, there's nothing, there's not a whole lot like it. Um, you know, it just feels like the stuff you've been doing kind of, you know, paid off finally. Um, but I just was in the zone. I felt good. Um, the whole tournament I had, you know, my family, my friends, my fiance was there, mm-hmm. um, teammates. We had a lot of teammates there. Um, I think the best thing about that national tournament was we were having such a good tournament as a team, mm-hmm. um, with, with chance Marceller, you know, in for third and fourth, yep. um, Corey Hazel had a, gr- a really good upset in the first round. Thomas Haynes was there winning matches. So it was like the whole, the whole environment was just really cool. And I think that added to it. Right. Um, I don't think it would have been the same without having, you know, three or four other teammates winning matches in the mix doing stuff like right. that i think that was like added to the whole experience right for sure. yeah for sure kind of like penn state and how they always have so many guys doing so well and they're, they're just like oh well he did good so i yeah. gotta do good yeah exactly yeah. and it's like you, you feed off each other and the environment's good and people are happy and you guys are you know wrestling well so i think it's like a whole you know it, it creates a good environment 100 100 percent. yeah all right so what are your hobbies outside of the wrestling room Oh, yeah, so I would say summer. I love boating. Uh, my family has a has a boat on the on a lake uh, not too far from here, like an hour and a half. So, um, you okay. know, my fiance and I like going to the cabin and uh, you know going out on the boat, hanging out with some friends. I would say that's probably one of the main things we like to do. Um, obviously, we like to get away and snowboard when we can during the season. Yep. Um, sometimes it's hard because you're you know during the season you're busy and there's a lot going on. But we try to sneak away and, and go one or two trips. You know a year or something like that so for sure yeah so i have 
Have you ever thought about trying out for a world team? Have you ever thought about getting in that deep into freestyle season? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that crosses your mind for sure. Um, but there's things – I think I was really eager. I needed that break after, you know, after five years of college wrestling, and um, I was excited to get into the coaching scene. And I think it's difficult – it can be difficult sometimes to, to train for that world team stuff. Um, and coach at the same time, right? Only because you have to be, you know, you have to be selfish in your training a little bit um, to get what you want out of it. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of, you know, for me, I feel like it, it'll, it'll take away a little bit from my coaching, um, and that's not something that I that I, you know, I really want. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's there's guys that do it, and there's guys that do it really well. Um, so I think it can be done, but it takes a, you know, it takes a big commitment and it takes, you know, you got to have the right people around you, the right training partners, all that stuff. Right. Um, but you know, for me, I just want to make sure that I'm focusing on, you know, making sure I'm doing the best I can coaching and my guys and, and the girls on the team are getting what they need, right. you know, from, from me. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Whole yeah. hundred percent. I think you nailed it on the head there with the fact of you can't necessarily be, a great coach when you're that self, you know, you need to be selfish when you you're when you're wrestling. Yeah. Have if to you be. want to perform at that level, you have to be. So right. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So if you weren't a coach, what would you be doing right now? Yeah. I saw that question. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. That, that's a tough one. I don't know, you know, necessarily where I, where I would be. Maybe, um, you know, if I didn't get into it right away after college, um, I could be, I feel like I could be doing a ton of different things. It's all <clears throat> kind of, what relationship you make with somebody or there's an opportunity here that you kind of jump into. I think it's kind of wherever, you know, whatever you do, you jump into it and you try to, you know, be the best at it or do what you can. Um, I don't know. I'd have to say maybe owning my own business of some sort. Um, my dad owns his own business. My uncle does, you know, I I have a lot of people that, um, you know, that I know that, that are small business owners. So, um, I think I probably would be doing something something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. The wrestlers, you know, you that motivation. You, you obviously you have your coaches and stuff, but it's definitely you got to be selfish, like mm-hmm. we talked about. And yeah. so I think you had knowing you, I think you'd you'd be good outside of being a coach for sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on January twenty sixth next week at six p.m. on Rock Rockfin, you will face Quentin Perez at 75 kilos, which is about 165 pounds. Talk a little bit about that match. How'd you get involved with it, and how do you think it's going to go? Yeah, um, so we had some guys uh, and two girls wrestle in the last Pit Rockfin. It was a cool event. Um, everybody did pretty well, <clears throat> and they were kind of coming up with a running a second um, second card, and um, I think somebody reached out to Coach Moore or something. He asked me if I wanted to wrestle, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, we'll, I'll, I'll wrestle. Um, I felt like, you know, I've been training pretty hard anyway. I wrestle, you know, I wrestle every day in the room, so it's like mm-hmm. not much changes. Obviously, the, the intensity does a little bit, um, but they wanted, you know, they wanted me to wrestle a guy, and so I just I was like, yeah, whatever, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be cool. I think it's cool to – for the team to see me train and kind of put put it on the line a little bit and and go out and perform, um, <clears throat> so I'm I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, I think it'll be cool to you know hopefully knock the rust off a little bit and get back on. And I haven't competed in a while, right? Um, but I think it'll be a good time. And there's um, you know obviously Chance Marcel is wrestling on the card too, so that's another yeah. Lockhaven alum. Um, but I'm excited to kind of get out there and perform and you know have a good time, score some points, see yeah. what we can. See what we can make happen. How do you how do you feel about freestyle instead of folk style? I know you obviously you had a good folk style season your last year, and 
you've probably been training a lot of folk style. So how's that transition going to affect you a little bit? You think it will or what? Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm a big wrestling is wrestling guy. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, obviously there's changes and there's things I got to be aware of. But at the same time, I'm not a super decorated freestyler, but I, I don't feel as though I'm at a disadvantage. Um, I think, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, wrestling to me, you know, like I said, wrestling's wrestling is yep. wrestling. I feel like, you know, you, you got to go out and take the guy down. You got to go out and turn the guy. It's, 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 you know, the turns might be different. You might be have to be aware of getting tipped over on shots, stuff like that. But I think, um, you know, overall, I think everything's fine. I don't, I don't feel like I'm at a disadvantage or anything right. from that perspective. Yeah, I, I like freestyle a lot more. I feel like it's a little bit more intense because you're always you're more so on your feet than you are on the mat yeah, so it's and, and freestyle you, you know no lead is safe you can yep. you can score in bunches you know one four and a turn that's six points right there so yeah. um yeah you definitely gotta stay active and try to you know push the pace and score points to make sure you know make sure you're separating yourself yeah 100 percent. i'm gonna ask you one more question what did you think about the jordan burroughs and david taylor match that happened um, it kind of went the way I thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that Taylor had a, a pretty big advantage being as big as he is. Right. Um, I think it did get a – you know, I will say before the match, I think it went about as what I thought it would be. I thought it would be close. I thought Taylor would, you know, score early and, and it would be close. But I guess I thought that he let it – he did let it get really close at the end. I think closer than he had to let it get. Right. Um, but, you know, you're wrestling a guy that's a five-time world champ – you know, I think the nerves set in a little bit. You're winning, stuff yeah. tightens up. So, I, you yep. know, obviously it's not. E- it's a lot easier said than done mm-hmm. uh, for him. But I think, um, you know, it was a good match. I think there could have been some more points scored because I think both guys are, you know, explosive and they like to score a lot of points anyway. But, right. you know, when you get in those high-level matches, I know it's not easy to, to start just – ripping shots and doing stuff so um but i thought it was a good match intense match for yeah sure. Fun. i know i pre- I predicted it in my episode three that it, taylor was going to take a a big lead or a smaller lead but then uh burrows was going to come back and win yeah. which it was close yeah, i mean yeah. it, not too he had far a couple push out uh push outs to tie it up but yeah. criteria went to taylor there for for uh for that win so yeah, yeah. but once again, thank you for joining the podcast. I really appreciate you coming in here. Uh, I think a lot of people are excited that you were joining me. So Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you having me on. This is fun. Yeah, cool. yeah it was awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to watch you next week, and best of luck to you. I appreciate it. Right. Thanks.